Okay, so you guys are going to have to bear with me. I'm trying to find a way to position this phone to where you guys don't hear the every fucking move that I'm making with my tongue, my teeth, and my throat, and my mouth as I speak. Because I think that is really, really, really gross. That's just me personally. Um, But yeah, so this episode, I'm trying to think what I want to talk about specifically. But I don't know. It might just be another ramble sesh. You know, you never know. Okay, so, ooh, this is something perfect that I want to talk about, right? So, I want to talk about, should we should we engage in social media? Do you think we should engage in social media? I, Me, personally, I have a Finsta, and I have a YouTube account where I can leave snarky comments on people's pages who I think are retarded. Or I can watch ASMR or travel videos, but I do not, and I no longer engage in Twitter because I don't believe that it's good for my mental health. I'll probably never get back on that website. I also do not engage in Facebook. I have a plethora of Facebooks from when I thought that I wanted to get on there, but uh, yeah, I'm not on Facebook. And plus, my a lot of my family and like adults that I know are super active on there, and I don't want my perception of them to be changed by some shit I saw on Facebook. I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. I, I, my mind is not that strong, and we just got to talk about Taoism and all that shit. So I'm not gonna go over that because I feel like that's like the teacher telling you to go home and read, and then you don't, so they have to tell you everything all over again. I'm not gonna go over that again. But yeah, my brain doesn't work in that way. So if you if you do some shit that's gonna have you looking crazy, I'm probably gonna think you're looking crazy. I won't judge you for it if I love you, but I have to love you first, right? And we don't all love all our family. Let's keep it a buck, right? Also I am extremely hungry. Uh, do I have all this spit in my mouth? Is, I think is this because I'm talking? It's like almost like I've never swallowed before, I feel like I must not do as much talking as I think I do on a daily because I, I I don't ever remember swallowing this much. It's like almost like I'm producing more saliva in my mouth because I'm talking to other people. Or I'm talking to people who I know, I don't know, who are going to hear me. I don't know if that made sense. But there, I did find a way to swallow without making noise. <laughs> oh, I just did it. But I don't even give a fuck. At this point, if you don't like the sound, you're going to have to just click off. Because I don't have the proper miking to be worried about that right now i just i'm just trying to you know what i'm saying get these words off you feel me <laughs> let me stop playing but yeah so i don't really engage in social media like that because i find it to be such a sub submersive ass culture and it's took us by the balls and twisted them done all this really weird uh status shit to us and we've become masochist to it and i think that might just be the di- the dichotomy of the world is like you know um you know domination bondage shade you know status masochist like i just think it's that way because of capitalism and white supremacy <laughs> let me tell you i think it's that way and so it's very hard it's it's almost nearly impossible to engage with something that is so sensationalized and it's such a high it's such a place where people can get a, such a high revenue for only taking pictures and recording videos there's no i don't think there's any way for me to really in a true and honest way, be on there without my mental health being adversely affected every minute. The only people that I follow on Instagram right now are people that I either really know or I'm just looking at them for a specific reason. Like, I'm I'm starting my journey with nail art, so I'm, I follow a couple nail art pages. On my Finsta, I follow 15 people and I have 8 people following me. But um, I follow a couple of nail art pages. I'm, I'm interested in jewelry right now. So I follow a couple of jewelry pages. And then the rest of them are people I know for now. And that has me thinking that there might be C. There might be C. Uh, BC. I keep saying BC. There might be some. Um, either some people in my past who will, who will never follow me with their real page um, stalking me or spam pages which we know now are never spam pages they're analytic pages to see what people are talking about and doing even though my profile is private i was feeling nice at a certain at a certain point actually while as i sit here theorizing it makes me more afraid because i am not only a nut i am paranoid as well so let me go to my followers and see who all is in here i have two following requests see like somebody named jujubee who is this with no picture like no i I'm not really interested in that. you know what I'm saying like that type of shit is really scary to me okay, so I'm gonna remove her I'm gonna remove her. Okay, so now 
Now we Gucci. Wait. Okay, yeah, so now we're Gucci. So literally, I mean... Yeah, out of the six people that that are allowed to follow me, I know I know personally four of them. One of them is just an artist, and the other one is someone who is in my social, in loosely in my social friend group who just seems cool. But he won't allow me to follow him, but he follows me. I, I, there, I, there, there's no, I don't, I can't define the logic for men. Sometimes specifically black men, and it's so weird. Because it's like you are, we, we are each other, and somehow we just can never be on the same page. But I digress. So I, I say all that to say that my Instagram is very, very guarded and private right now, only because of what I went through um, when I went through a couple months ago with Homeboy, who after we got into our spat, either a bitch he was fucking was stalking me profusely, or he was stalking me, or not. I wouldn't put it past it that it was both of them stalking me on separately. Um, and that really, 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 really scared me away from the internet because I had already had a Finsta that only my best friend was following, which was curated beautifully, might I add. It could have been a regular Instagram. I need to get back on my Dadaism. I think I'm going to start it when I go to Seattle because I want to start a Dada uh, lifestyle Instagram page. So then I can be able to not only have that, I have a sponsored link for Anchor, but also shout out my own shit. So the conversation can continue on platforms that don't lend themselves to thinking even a little bit. Because we already talked about how we don't want to overthink, but just thinking a little bit and having interesting conversations um, outside of podcasts. Because podcasts feel so one-sided. And I do like to converse with people, but I think there's a time and a place, right? Sometimes you just want to express yourself and you don't want no, you don't want nobody giving, you don't want nobody saying shit. Sometimes you just want to be angry. Sometimes you want to be jealous. Sometimes you want to be vengeful. Like, sometimes you want to express it. Sometimes you want to be happy. Sometimes you want to be loving and caring. And sometimes you want to express those things with Lee and you want to express them fully without someone standing in your way, you know, blocking your light. You feel me? And I'm trying, I'm trying to turn away as I swallow. And I know I'm going to keep bringing this up, y'all. This is, I said a spiritual journey with a brown girl. A part of being on a spiritual journey with somebody, you got to see the ugly shit too. Um, and I, I believe in candid art because I, I, be, I believe that me, myself, wholly is the most beautiful thing on this planet walking. And I should be the center of my universe. That does not mean that I'm not humble. And in that belief, I find that it's it's very hard for me now at this point, especially trying to get away from being too excellence driven which is called perfectionism you know stoics tried to find a way to to still be perfectionist but without being so hard on themselves we we saw you we see you um but yeah so in that way i I enjoy candid art because i myself am beautiful enough just to be candid and to be beautiful you know what i'm saying i don't have to do extra and i would love a budget girl i would love a budget i would love to work with npr and have somebody edit these shits for me and give me lessons on how to swallow without making noise i guess that, that you learn that in broadcasting school but yeah, so yeah, so social media. So since all that shit happened with Instagram, and you know my Twitter was being stalked too, but I I was I was kind of able to curb that a little bit. But Twitter is one of the places where you want your thoughts to be seen. So it's hard to be on Twitter with a private profile. Like for what reason? I think that's a very codependent move. That's a very that's a way to beta somebody into talking to you or to getting to know you and I don't find the need to manipulate or to seduce people to see people anyway for them to get to know me you know what I'm saying I, that that's not my mo um I don't find it to be a powerful way for people to get to know me but you know when you don't have a personality you have nothing going for yourself you have to get very crafty in the ways that you attract people we know this we we know a few of them bitches and a few of them niggas right um and so when that happened, that changed. I mean, my views of social media have always been really sketchy. Like, I've always been one of them people on and off, on and off. You know, delete, come back, delete, come back, delete, come back. And to be honest, those type of relationships no longer ap- appeal to me, whether they be in human form, social media form, um, any type of material form. They just don't appeal. Spiritually, mentally, physically, they just don't appeal. If we can't stick it out to the bitter end, you know, I- I'm not really interested. If I'm not able to just take a break, I have to delete you out of my life. I have to delete the app off of my phone. We pro- I sh- probably shouldn't be on there because I'm not able to practice self-control. And so that's why, that's the reason why I'm not on Twitter and I'm not going back until I'm famous and someone can tweet for me. And then people can be like, that's someone else tweeting for her. And I can be like, yeah. Yeah, it is, because I'm rich enough to afford that. Um, so, yeah, I just, I, I, I think what it is, is I don't understand the fascination with being miserable on social media. I don't understand the rat race, because once I'm one, I'm not a rat. 
Um, and I, I don't race with people. I'm competitive, but most of the time I'm competing against myself. I'm competing against my old self up against my new self. I, I'm not competing with none of you dusty bitches on no Instagram. I don't do Photoshop. I don't do Facetune. I barely wear makeup, and that's not me flexing. Like I'm not the makeup thing is it, the makeup thing is a flex. I'm sorry, and bitches hate when you flex on them because you don't wear makeup. But it's like I spend time caring for my skin so i don't have to wear makeup the same way you spend time putting that shit on your face and fucking your skin up no shade no shade no shade you know what i'm saying hit dogs holler but yeah like i'm that that's not my lifestyle and i think that it's i think that we and and it's so weird how people who are caught up in in that you know neo-capitalistic idea of status climbing through social media it's so crazy how hit dogs holler it's like anytime a psychologist who literally used to work for the same like they hired this man to make these things addictive has is telling you to get off of it and you sitting there telling him he just a hater because he got fired the nigga got tenure at fucking yale you didn't even graduate high school hating on what what is he hating on the fact that you have a, a million people following you and not one of them probably would care if you died today and was gone tomorrow that's what a tenure professor at Yale is hating on. That's what a tenure professor from Princeton is hating on. That's what an IT genius from MIT, he's hating on you, Instagram booty. And nigga who wanna rap, like every other, like he's hating on you. He's hating on you, fashion boutiques that are copying Fashion Nova. Like we're hating, us practical people are hating on you because we want you to be, we want you to live a healthy life. And I don't, and that's not, and that's, I do not think plastic surgery is unhealthy. I don't think um, fashion merchandising is unhealthy. I don't think, well, I do think the rap industry is unhealthy. I do not think rapping is unhealthy. What is unhealthy is the fact that Instagram has created its own genome and race of people just based off literal pictures of people we've never met. There are people who have gone under the knife because they saw a girl who lives on the opposite side of the world take a picture. That is scary. And and whether you and whether people want to admit that or not, they want to look at the logistics of that or not. That's fine. That's fine. If you want to be complicit in the destruction of the human um, perception of beauty, fame, wealth, then go for it. But I'm just letting you know, buddy, you're not going to be one of the beautiful, famous, wealthy ones. So it's like almost like I'm uplifted. I'm, I'm, I'm upholding a system that I will never be a part of. That's crazy. And you got some of the smartest minds in IT and, and software development letting you know that that's exactly what they did. And you telling them that they hate it. Boy, if these people didn't do their job well. If they didn't do their job well. If they didn't, if they didn't do their job well, I don't know who the fuck did. And these people are a couple different peoples. And I'm just going to leave that there. Because this is not a political, this is not, not going to be a political podcast. I, I don't care enough about politics or what everybody else is doing and like on that level to ever spend hours of my time and re- I'm just not doing it but yeah I, nobody wants to talk about the fact that like there is a whole human race there's a whole subculture of humanity that is specifically just vain and then when and then when people who want to be like i love the internet and at first for years i thought it's because i hate technology it's because i hate the internet no i don't hate the internet i hate what's on there and i'm using hate because these there there are young girls and there are young boys out there who kill themselves or their mental health is deteriorated because they can't get a life that they were never going to get. And then you have those same people that they worship selling them that dream and not giving a fuck. How come we haven't talked about all the all the little young black girls who killed themselves last year? I know for sure it was at least four of them based on social media bullying. And there's a plethora of other, other not even just black girls, there's a plethora of little kids out there who are killing themselves. There are a plethora of grown people out there killing themselves because they can't get the life the other girls got. And we know a few of them. Stop acting stupid. Stop acting like you don't know your homeboy on Zans because he, he worships some nigga online who always posting fucking bags of Zans. Stop. Stop blaming the sheep. Blame the shepherd. I'm 
just, I'm tired of it. I'm, it, it, it blows me. It boggles my fucking mind. Like, it boggles my mind how we blame the people without the money and the status and the power for not having money, status, and power. And so, for a long time, it was like, I hate the internet. And then I was like, no, I don't hate the internet. I don't hate Instagram. I hate the shit that I'm walking. I hate the shit that's on my Explore page. I hate the fact that young girls are going out here getting surgery for the wrong reason. There is a wrong reason. There is no wrong reason to do. Yes, there is a fucking wrong reason to risk your fucking life overseas. Yes, there is a wrong reason. Yes, there is a wrong reason to be a prostitute when you don't have to. Or you don't really want to. You've been fucking seduced into it you've been manipulated into it you've been manipulated into being a jet set babe quote unquote which which is really a prayed prostitute not even a courtesan bitch you ain't even an escort your agency is instagram dummy your pimp is instagram dummy so i'm not i'm just not I can no longer, I'm just no longer going to keep my mouth shut about a lot of things. And this is one of them because I would not feel right if down the line there was, there was a generation of mass suicides the way that they are in fucking Japan. And I didn't say anything because I didn't want to seem like the grouchy girl because lo and behold, I'm beautiful and I look better than a lot of people in my sphere. And my body is, my body is tight and always has been tight. And I ain't missing no teeth. Got beautiful skin. And I'm smart as a whip. And I got more things fucking going for me than, than perpetuating false ideologies of sexuality. Because expressing your sexuality is one of my top priorities. But expressing a false ideal and a false image of what sexuality is. And then not only confusing men, but confusing women thinking that's the only way that you can get a man. Oh, you, 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 can't, you can't fool me. Okay, there's a train going by, so I'm going to add a flag. add another flag okay a train went by you guys and I, i'm gonna have to cut out or i'm i if you're listening to this i already cut out the little piece well actually well, it's not that loud now y'all be all right if y'all hear a little train in the background a lot of y'all got way more noise going on in your head than the train on my podcast let's talk about it but um yeah i i, I just i can't sit with my I, I can't sit with myself when i'm complicit and i have feelings about something I just can't sit with myself, and and I, there's no way thing there's no way things change if people don't say anything. And and I'm I'm just not down with any teaching. I'm not down with any ideology. I'm not down with any social construct that's gonna say that we allow things to happen when we have the power to at least we don't have the power to control nobody. We have the power to at least inform people of the damaging prospects of these things. Because at the end of the day, this um. Because I'm not going to keep dwelling on plastic surgery because I would like plastic surgery of my own. And for reasons for reasons that are not even really big, just because I was just my reason is and I'm comfortable sharing this because there's no way I can blame people for not being transparent if I'm not being transparent as well. One thing I try not to be a lot on a daily basis is a hypocrite. That's one thing I try to I really, really try not to be. Um. So I'm 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 able to be transparent about why I want plastic surgery. Um. For I so I weigh about one. Ooh, since I start, since I try, since I'm quitting smoking, uh, since I well not quitting smoking weed, um, I quit smoking hard weed, and I'm no longer buying weed in states where it's illegal or weed products in states where it's illegal because, not even because of the like the legality, because fuck the police really, unless you need them, um, but just for the safety of my body, really, that's all it boils down to is I want to know, I want to go to a place where the people are trained and what they're selling, and they can tell me exactly why I can, what I can use it for and where it came from, things like that. Just like with your food, like for the most part, we want farm to table shit. Like I, I want farm to table shit because I'm a I'm a country girl, so I want farm to table shit. So it, it's always better to go to a restaurant where they can tell you exactly where they got the shit from. You feel me? So in that way, that's that's what's going on with my weed journey. But besides the point, um, I completely forgot my train of thought. Oh, okay. So I'm, I'm very, this is the thinnest I've been, this is the thinnest I've been since I was right out of high school. Uh, I've never been, I've never been like, well, I, yeah, I haven't been, I haven't been in between 135 and 150 since probably 21. And then I gained a lot of weight because I was a coquette. 
And I was going, I was in and out of rehab, in and out of psych wards. And, you know, all they do is feed you. Because, you know, when you on coke and you depressed and shit, you got anxiety, child. You ain't worried about eating a goddamn thing. And usually when you're on coke, you're in a, you're in a, a high, a high visual society. I won't say high society. I'll say a, a society that's high on visuals. Um, because a lot of times coke is what, coke is what curbs eating disorders. Um, and I still struggle. I still struggle with the eating disorder. I, I've been using weed to help me eat. Um, but yeah, so I haven't been this small in a while and I have little boobies, but they're saggy. They're little saggy boobies, but the sag doesn't look bad at all because they're so little. Um, so I've always wanted a boob job and after I have children, I've, after I have my, I'm done with all my children, all like I'm saying all child after I'm done with my kid or two kids, two or three kids, whatever, I've always planned on getting a tummy tuck because i know from well my mom she had a really she had really bad skin and stretch marks on her stomach from she she said it wasn't me it was my brother and i can't risk that but she also gained a lot of weight with my brother and i don't plan on gaining the any more than the requested uh 20 pounds that you're supposed to gain i don't plan on gaining any more weight than that and to be honest if i'm not going to be smoking while i'm definitely not going to be smoking weed while i'm having i'm pregnant I, I'm not gaining. I'm not gaining no more than twenty. Them twenty pounds. So that that's just the real. The real. So if that were to be the case, I probably wouldn't get anything done to my stomach area just because there's nothing wrong with my body. But I used to be caught up in all that shit too. Don't get don't get it twisted. Just last year, I was caught up in that. Oh, I need the perfect body. But that's because I was bigger and I wasn't doing what I was supposed to do to maintain my health. And so I wanted the quick, fast, easy fat transfer. And I also didn't love the body that I had because I felt pressured in society to have a certain body as a beautiful woman. Because I feel like it's you know, and this is gonna hurt. This this might hurt some feelings. This might not. But to be honest, I don't give a damn because you can get off my podcast. Um. It's easier when you're not societally or you're not societally attractive to just to not care what people think about your looks. You feel me? But when you're a bad bitch and you're naturally a bad bitch, people, men and women have and women especially have expectations they place on you. And um, I just always I, I mean, I've always felt the expectation of maintaining my beauty. I no longer feel that way because I realize that God created I have an hourglass figure. I have like a 25 inch waist. You know, I'm probably like 32, 25, 34 or 36 or something like that. So my body is banging. You know, I just want boobs to sit up on my chin. <laughs> and that's just my prerogative. Um, and I, and if and if I did, you know, blow up like a balloon after my you know, second or third child, I would get a BBL and a tummy tuck. And, you know, I can be honest about that. But I wouldn't do it unprovoked the way that I was planning on it just because I want to live in, you know, I want to live in. You know these, I want to live in these, you know these, you know these Kasumi jeans. <laughs> I want to, you know, I want to feel, I want to feel what it feels like to be 24 without my body altered in some weird way. Why would I do that? You know? That's just for, and I'm not going to say that just for me, because at the end of the day, I don't care. If I'm offending you, that means you're not completely 100% secure in your choice. And that's on you, baby girl. That ain't on me. I didn't make that choice for you. I didn't roll you into that room and say to Domingo or Miami. Like, so you need to take that up with your, the Instagram followers who blew your head up and the bitches you was worshiping. You don't, don't take up your anger and, and your hit dog hollering with me. Um, so yeah, I just don't. So I was in that same predicament with the BBL thing. And, and I, I, I want people to realize that. We don't know. We don't know the lasting conditions of none of this shit. And to be honest, I don't care because it, it, when them bitches fall off, it's gonna be a new day, and it'll be a turn of the century. It'll be a turn of a turn of this decade. But self preservation is key, and I'm not. I'm not gonna give women like that no pointers. They have to preserve themselves. And they've been doing a good job thus far, or I hope so. Well, not really, because a lot of them down bad, but they're not gonna show you that. Anyways, and I, this is not directly at women, but it's so easy for people to understand when I talk about the Instagram, the Instagram toxicity. It's so easy for me to just refer back to like that Fashion Nova. It's just so easy because it's so cartoony and exaggerated. And, you know, niggas been, you know, throwing up sets on walls and 
parading around jewelry and guns and drugs since before we had Instagram. They've been the clowns. I expected better of us women, but I guess that was on me for placing expectations on you all. So that's why I'm not going in so much on the drug, the, the druggies on Instagram, the druggy niggas on Instagram and the rappers on Instagram being explicit or being gross because men are inherently just gross and there's nothing we can do to change that for them. And I, I, don't, I just don't like talking to men about anything when it comes to interpersonal female issues or image issues because they don't know anything. They think with their dicks when it comes to visuals. And they think with their dicks when it comes to a lot of stuff. A lot of them, because a lot of them ain't that evolved. But, um, yeah. So I just don't see the mental... I don't see, how, I don't see how Instagram has benefited anyone but people who would have already been stepping on next to get to where they wanted to go anyway. You feel me? Like, I don't see... And people are like, what's a platform? And people who would have never heard of are going to be on there. And I'm like, those are not the people that I, I, I have uh, grips with. I'm at grips with. Those are not the people I have an issue with. I have an issue with the people who would have been scamming, conning the everyday person or the everyday girl, even if there was no Instagram. They would have found the way to con you without Instagram. They would have felt, found the way to practice white supremacy and capitalism and patriarchy. Women can practice patriarchy too and misogyny. We do it quite often. And a lot of us have found the way to perform it by way of overly sexualizing ourselves in the face of other women and getting them to copy our behavior because it makes us look like the alpha woman to the alpha man, right? See, I'm not, I'm not as dumb. Us commoners, quote unquote, you know, us non-famous people, like we're not as dumb as we think you, as y'all think we are, like... Or sometimes as we think we are, because um, that's what I was about to start to say. I'm not. We're not that dumb, you know. Just a lot of times we don't care enough, or we we some of us can be afraid of persecution for speaking out against you know popular belief. But to be honest, popular belief ain't what's gonna get me um, paid. And popular belief is pop. I, there's there's nothing in my life I can do basing it on popular belief. I can't marry my husband based on popular belief. I can't have my kids and put them in school based on what's popular for everybody. Because what's popular for most people is some toxic, nasty shit. What's popular in culture now, a lot of it is toxic, nasty shit. And nobody wants to say that because everybody has been complicit in the building of this system. And it's hard to say, you know what? I should go through my Instagram followers and clear that shit out. I should, cause I made I made some mistakes in the past. I did spend six years following whoever, whatever old old hair stripper who got got pregnant by one of these gross rappers. I have spent ten years following her on Instagram. Maybe it's time for me to follow some more women who are in another part of their life. Maybe that part that her life applied to my earlier years as a teenager, and now. I'm aspiring to be a different type of woman and not a, not a better or worse woman because I'm not judge. I don't know their character, so I can't say they're good or bad, but I can, I can judge their actions. And sometimes your actions are indications of your morals and ethics, but we're not getting it. We're going to do our next episode is going to be called morals and ethics where I'm going to talk about mine because I can't talk about nobody else's. I don't know. I don't know people's true selves, true motives, but I'm in a different part of my life now. So let me go follow another woman. But it's, people are so scared of change. And what I find is the people who are scared of the change are the people who, who are victims to this fat, this flat tummy tea. They don't want to change it to a new paradigm. My thing is, if, if women are so worried about being, getting men to be attracted to them, why would you want a man who is going to have you basically face a 50% chance of death on a table? Why would I want a man who is only going to want me if I got to risk my life? That's like joining a gang or a death cult. I'm not interested. I'm not interested. I don't want to be a part of an industry where I got to have a perfect body. You can miss me. I don't want to be a part of an industry where I got to have perfect teeth all the time. You can miss me. I don't want to be a part of an industry where I, people going to be clocking, you know, clocking me because I'm deciding not to get Botox. And I'm starting to look old. No, I'm starting to look like a 35-year-old. I'm 24, but I'm being theoretical. I'm not, I just, I just, I, you know, I don't, I don't do rat races. And Instagram is the, is the fat rats. It's the fat rats on their racing because they moving real slow. And we never see their wealth. We only see their riches. And riches can be rented. Riches can be borrowed. Wealth can't. How come we can't see y'all wealth? How come you, how come you can't refer where to send kids, your, send, where, where I should send my kids to private school so they can play with your kids? Because your kids are not in private school. Your kids are probably being taken care of by the granddads and the grandmothers because you're sitting in front of a mirror every day of your life taking pictures of your bare ass that you could barely afford to get done, but you were selling pussy for two years to save up to do it. We know, we know the stories. We have friends who've done it, bro. We're not stupid.
But women are desperate. I think women are so desperate on social media sometimes and it's gross. And it's not even desperate in like the ways that I can be desperate, which is very emotional and, you know, very cerebral. I can get desperate in those ways and always start to overthink or overexpress myself, overshare. And I think those are the ways that classically we've seen people be desperate on social media, but desperate in a way that's life or death. Desperate in a way that you can't go, you can't come back from. Like, what do you do when you get sucked into that shit and an Instagram girl invites you out to hang out with her? And, you know, then you meet some of her friends and you think she's she's inviting you in her friend group. And she taking your ass, she taking her ass with you. Are you taking, she, she asked you to come along with her to some weird place. No, uh-uh, uh-uh. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Couldn't be my daughter. Couldn't be mine. And none of us are above reproach, bro. Like I said, like 10 minutes ago, I was on, I wasn't even on Instagram and I was on that shit because of the people I was watching on YouTube, because of the music I was listening to. It, bro, this whole system is built for that shit. This whole system is built on the castle of sand, of self-hatred, of all people. Because white, a white woman has to hate herself if she don't want to just look like a white woman. Why do you want to look like a black woman? And what type of mental illness is that? Where you want to look like the most oppressed person on this planet? What type of mental illness is that? Why is nobody discussing that? That's a mental illness. You have the privilege of literally the princess of the world. You have princess of the world privilege, but you want to look like what other people deem as the roaches of the world? I, I don't I, that that's a that's a nigger fishing is a disease is a mental illness um but i'm getting sidetracked but yeah self-hatred it's it, it, and and this this world will send you every message as to why you need to do something different to get what other other people have let me tell you something boo if it's in your fate or destiny i use those words loosely but i it seems like you know you probably real ephemeral already if you sucked into that instagram shit so you 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 probably like words like fate and destiny if you believe in fate or destiny if you're meant to be a model guess what there's gonna there's not gonna be anything that's gonna stop you from doing that there's not gonna be any entity on this planet there's, white, there's not gonna be white supremacy instagram your ex-boyfriend your hating ass homegirls your body there if you are meant to be a model you are going to be that that's why we have models who have vitiligo we have um we have uh this models with disabilities because they were their fate their destiny or not their fate their destiny uh Depending on them becoming a model. That was a part of their destiny. That was all a part of the divine plan. So I, I, I just can't, I'm not going to, I'm just, I can't feed it. And that, I've always told myself this. I'm, if I'm into, if I'm into enter into the entertainment industry, because I'm going to be in the art world because I'm a killer artist. Um, I'm a killer writer. I'm a killer speaker, conversationalist, and I'm bright as a whip. I'm going to toot my own horn. I have a 3.5. It'll be a 3.8 by the end of the semester or by the end. Yeah, by the end of this, uh, this sort this semester. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I have. So, but if I were to ever enter into the entertainment industry, it's going to be because that is a part of my destiny. I am not going out of my way to change who I am to be in front of nobody. I can't. People will either accept me as I am or they won't. And either, you know, I make the proper steps to get what I want and you know, I let the ether take care of the rest or it doesn't. Like, I don't understand why trying to fit a square into a triangle. That just doesn't make sense to me. I don't understand. And I want people to stop doing that. Why not focus on, why not take a break from social media? I really want everybody to at least take like a two-day break from social media and watch how many of y'all can't do it. You're not going to be able to do it. Because you're addicted. And it's the wrong people addicted. It's people who already got issues. Just like when you be when these Instagram models get into some huge fight with they they you know they rap a boyfriend or some abuse thing comes out where they abusing somebody or abusing their kids. We always are shocked to find out that they have a, a background in bipolar. They have a background in their mother being a prostitute cough cough black china or they have a background having personality disorders or drug addiction or alcoholism we're we're always acting like we're surprised why are we surprised that people who look like literal literal cartoons 
because of body dysmorphia have mental illness <laughs> why is that hindsight 2020 i don't understand how you didn't see that before you started to form your life around black china now everybody i'm sad for her i see what her mom was talking about y'all didn't know that when she did that evil shit she did to rob or when she handled that tiger situation she went the way that she handled or when she allowed that shit to happen when she joined that family y'all didn't think that was mental illness y'all didn't think um tommy from love and hip-hop y'all didn't think she had mental illness before you before you found out about her beating her daughter up at school on two occasions after having a restraining order put out against her nobody thought that was mental illness You got to you got to do better. Critical thinking is key, not overthinking. Critical thinking. Critical. And y'all that's the crazy part. You didn't you, you didn't you didn't see the flaw in a woman who meets a man a month and then has a baby with them a month later. And this is a, this is a man who's an entertainer traveling the world. Y'all don't see there's no flaw in that thinking. But then when when you find out something crazy it's like, "Oh, Dang, I ain't even know that. The bitch look like a cartoon character. We we think something wrong with the motherfuckers who model their bodies after uh lizards who split their tongues. So why do we not think it's wrong for some girl to go into a plastic surgeon saying she wanna look like a stretched out, fucked up version of Betty Boo? that's all i'm saying my thing is don't shoot the messenger shoot the people who doing the dumb shit because then i wouldn't have shit to talk and i'm not one of them people i want the natural models back from the 90s that sentiment i can understand but at the same time they were still only putting one body type in them videos Niggas was still putting the same body type. It was just na- that natural body type. And then, and then towards the towards the middle to the end, them girls up in New York was getting butt shots. A lot of them girls who was in them diplomat videos, they were getting butt shots. They knew where to get butt shots from because a lot of them had they came from the ballroom scene. They had transgender girlfriends who were getting butt shots. So butt shots have been around for at least 20 years now. Don't get it twisted. We in 2020. Y'all got to remember that. Butt shots have been around for at least 20 years. Do not get it twisted. A lot of them girls still had surgery. They still had boobs. They still had nose jobs. They still was wearing contacts. We have never seen, we have very rarely seen, I'll say, a natural black woman on screen. Give me a fucking break. We have very rarely seen even a natural white woman on screen if she ain't an acclaimed actor. Because they make, they make the ones, I mean, I make, that's noise I'm making with my, I'm a clown, so I was making fart noises with my <laughs> fucking shoulder, my neck. I'm a clown. Y'all don't mind me. But they make them girl. They they over sexualize white women too. They oh they 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 I would say they over sexualize Asian women, but in a different way, like in a fetishized child pedophilia way. That's so gross. Excuse me. Um so we have yet to see women express sexuality the way they want to. It's always been male it's always been male directed because we live in a patriarchal society. So in part, this is really not women's fault. Women are just desperate, like I said before. They're desperate to get the attention of men who have power. And usually men who have power, and this is specific to black men, because white men don't like all that Betty Boop shit. Unless they, you know, unless it's a, like a rock star who marrying a porn star. But like a wealthy white man is not looking for that. He want a plain jank. He want, a, he want the bitch that was at MIT with him who was making the best grades. Like, I think that's what men who are on that type of time, that's usually how white men are. And there are some black, there are like some IT, like one of the, the not one, but the, the only dude I'm talking to right now, um, for real, for real, he's like an IT nerd, but he like bad bitches though. But you know, I, I'm not, I'm, I, I will say this, um, I'm not the average looking black woman. To be honest, truly, I'm an indigenous, I'm an indigenous woman. I'm just... <laughs> brown skin <laughs> most of my heritage is indigenous and the the blacks are people who mixed in with the indigenous 
So I'm very uh, racially ambiguous in the sense I could be any I could be any nationality where there's brown people. Could they be Asia, India? Like I can be any of those things, and I have a foreign name. My full name is foreign, and I have four names. So I have not had a tr- honest African American female experience in a patriarchal society, and I'm a hundred. Comp- I am a hundred percent okay with saying that and admitting that to myself and other people because if I don't, I'm being complicit in my privilege, and not only do I not deserve it. But um, I'm not even using it. I'm not using it for the betterment. So, you know, in that way, it's like I can't specifically speak to the desperation of someone who does not have their looks going for them. That's what I can say. Because in high school, my body was like perfect. Out of high school was perfect. I gained that weight for the, the past two, three years. But I was away from people. I was away from the people I knew. I was in Florida. I was in Maryland. Like, I was in rehab. I wasn't really in society. I've never been in society for a prolonged period of time bigger. And even when I was on my chubby side, like, right out of rehab, working at McDonald's or something, I still was not mistreated by people because I was a pretty chubby girl. You feel me? So I don't know what it's like to be desperate to do things to your looks. And when I find that I that creeping starts to thinking with me, it's usually because I'm I'm in the mind frame of seeking validation from someone. And not even from like a whole group of people, but I'm in the mind saying of seeking validation. When I check that shit, I there's I realize there's nothing wrong with the way that I look. And I look in the mirror in a totally different light. So I'm I'm not comfortable saying anymore that these people are not seeking validation because in all actuality, I know as someone who is at least for by most men's standards, an eight out of ten. On a bummy day, I know that if I'm seeking validation from time to time, I know someone who is lower on the scale is seeking it way more often. And they're probably seeking it from a wider range of people because I constantly have people telling me I'm pretty. Or if they're not telling me I'm pretty, they're treating me like I'm pretty. Because I am the type of uncomfortable pretty. I'm more on the beautiful side. And I don't think beautiful is more than pretty. I just think beautiful usually lends to more eccentric features or ethnic features as opposed to pretty is going to be more Eurocentric. I don't have Eurocentric features, but I do not have Africa. I don't have Africana features. I don't have African features. The biggest thing African on my face is my lips. But dumb the features that niggas don't care if they're African. They care more about your nose and your hair. And even my hair is very thick and very curly. It's like a three. I have, I have three. I have three B at the top and three C in the back. So you know what I'm. So that's my experience. So I can't. I, that's why I, I'm. I'm. I, the, I wanted to end this in a place of letting people know where I'm coming from and why maybe I can't understand. And so then we can open up the dialogue. This is why I need to hurry up and get a YouTube channel too, because I don't, I don't know if there's any way for people to comment on my, on your podcast here. I don't think it's that way on here or on Spotify. I know it's not that way on Spotify. So yeah, that's kind of why I'm saying all the things that I'm saying because Maybe it's because I don't understand, but also because I I know that women can have the propensity to love themselves. But first, they have to step out of the optics of a man. First, they have to say, it doesn't matter what men like. The man that's going to like me is going to like me for my best version of myself. And if your best version is, I want to get a nose job because my nose is always bothering me. Go for it. If I could find somebody, because I have a button nose. My nose looks exactly like Rihanna's nose. Like, if you know what Rihanna's nose looks like, that's what mine looks like. I have a button nose, so that means we don't. Our ridges are not that defined. Mine is not. As I'm getting older, it seems like it's getting more and more defined. But I think that's because the muscles in my face are getting um tighter, so it's like pulling up against whatever cartilage. If that makes sense, I do a lot of chewing exercise when I eat food. I switch sides. Like I, I like to exercise my face because I'm. A, I have a really nice bone structure. So I like when my my skin and my muscles hug my bones. Um, so if I could, if I could, if, if, if I could at some point find someone who specialized in African-American or, um, ethnic or any type of brown, any type of nose that's not Eurocentric nose, and they could show me a 3D or a 4D that looked perfect and fit that picture I had in my mind, I would go for it. Easy. But the reason why I'm doing it is not because I don't like my nose. The reason why I'm doing it is because I want a better version of my own nose. Y'all follow me. Y'all do y'all understand what I'm saying? Like, 
those are the reasons I feel like are safe, not right or wrong, but those are more safer reasons because if it doesn't, because if it, if you do it and everybody else doesn't like it, you don't care. As opposed to you doing all that shit, doing all this shit, no, everybody doesn't like it, and you end up dead because you either got on drugs to cope with the fact that you're not being validated enough, or you're doing this, or you're you're getting sold into sex trafficking without knowing it. It just becomes very dangerous when you're doing things for reasons that are not your own because then you're allowing someone else to control your movements. And when other people know they can control your movement, you're screwed. I've been in that predi- I've been in that predicament, just not physically. I've been in that predicament mentally and emotionally before, definitely. So I know what it's like to not have to not have motives of your own because then you get because then you get tied up with other people don't got who who have motives that are not their own or they're acting like their motives are pure because like attracts like you know what I'm saying and so I want to I just really want to end this on a, on I want to end this on the tip of please make decisions about your body your health and yourself for yourself do not go and get surgery because you want to be an Instagram model. Or because you want to be with a rapper. First of all, look at the statistics of how many of these rappers actually maintain their wealth. We have very few of them. And the ones who do are from the past. The rap, the rap billionaires we have are, are from the past. Jay-Z, P. Diddy, and 50 Cent, they all came out either in the, the early to late 90s or early 2000s. These are not, these are young niggas are not out here becoming billionaires and some of them never will because a lot of them sign horrible contracts. A lot of them, their image doesn't fit with um, advertising because now they make rappers into a one-stop shop. Everybody got to look like Travis Scott or um, what's the other one? Everybody really got to look like Travis Scott and, and you got, they, Travis Scott is their new model and I think that's because Kanye is such so so rogue so much they can't use him as a model because he'll fuck around as soon as they get him marry a black woman and fuck up the food chain for them but like Travis Scott is a new model like you have to have the teeth you got to have a little bit of tattoos you got to be with a white woman um you got to have a mixed baby and you know he's that model now and it's like if you don't fit into that cookie cutter you almost is like you're screwed or it seems that way so men have men men have seek the same validation we seek in in the entertainment industry and you know these social media streets they just do it differently and, and nobody cares because men are gross once again like who cares if the gross people are doing weird shit right but i do care when you know women who are beautiful no matter what they look like are worried about fitting into an image and fitting into a class that was not made for them. It's not real. <laughs> it's, it was created. It, w- it wasn't organic. It wasn't a part of the evolutionary process. They literally got some of the best evolutionary psychologists, some of the best um, internet psychologists. They got some of the best psychologists, some of the best sociologists in the world to make these programs. These are people who literally study evolution, so they knew how to sneak it in without us knowing. And you guys have to know that. You have to know that this was by design, because if you don't, you will go along thinking this is a part of your natural inclination, and you will look back feeling fucking ridiculous. You will end up feeling like Kay Michelle. She was chasing a dream. She missed out on Idris Elba. She fucked up her body permanently. She's probably fucked up her skin and stuff. We don't see the scars when she posts Instagram pictures, but we don't know that they're not there. She had to go into two, I'm sure, very extremely painful surgeries. You ch- when you start chasing that dream shit and it's not your dream, it's the dream of society, you will always fall short. But it will be easier to do that. It will be easier to go on autopilot. It will be autopilot it'll be easier to let men decide what you should look like it will be easier for let white to let white supremacy decide what you should do but it'll be worth it the delayed gratification of finding yourself i'm telling y'all it's so worth it it's so worth it oh perfect example because i'm about to have to end it because i only get 60 minutes i bought all this glossier shit just for me to be like i don't want to put that shit on my face i don't want to put that shit on my face I don't. I'm probably going to... I bought all the Glossier products. All of them. And I'm like, now that I'm thinking about it, niggas just going to... I have beautiful skin. It don't look like... But it just don't look like them Instagram people online who wear... Or not Glossier. Not Glossier. I'm about to go buy a whole bunch of Glossier stuff tomorrow. (laughs) That's why I'm talking about Glossier. Because I'm like... I'm actually excited to put that shit on my skin. I'm so sorry, Glossier. I'm so sorry that I did not mean Glossier. Cause I was thinking of a, I was thinking of a video you guys posted of this guy who works at a store and his skin looks so pretty with the, the the makeup on. Oh my god! But anyways, the ordinary. I'm not 
not wearing because it's it, first of all it's for people who are really serious about their skin and i'm like i'm not acne prone i ha- i do i don't have hyperpigmentation i have really dark circles and i have some te- i have some texture just a little bit so i'm going to keep the ordinary stuff that has the texture that, ha- that helps with texture um and helps with brightness but i'm going to send the rest of that shit back but i realized i got sucked into that everybody talking about skincare right now so I'm just buying skincare shit. And I'm like, my skin is fine. My ancestors who looked like fucking gods all the way until they were 150, they didn't use nothing but warm water and, and probably some black soap on their face. Why do I need all this shit for my skin? Why do I need this shit? If I got texture on my skin, guess what? It's going to stay there. Now, I'm not adverse because I actually do want to go to esthetician before I go to Seattle. And I'm going to go to an esthetician before I go to Seattle. I leave for Seattle on Tuesday. So I don't know if that's going to be possible, actually. And I got school on Monday. So, yeah, that's probably not going to happen. But I do want to go to some type of esthetician when I get back. And so I'm not a... Aver- like, the thing is, there's a there can be a gray. It, everything is not black and white. There can be a, I want to try new things because I saw someone else do it. But I still need to think about if this is going to help me and what I already have. Is this what I want for me? Do I want a man who sees my beautiful skin that is clear, not a bump on it? Talking about, I see a, I see a little bit of texture right there. Your skin don't look like you one years old no more. Uh, duh. Do I want a man like that? No. Do I want a man who I got to be breaking my back, spending $150 every month for some, for some facial that he not paying for, even though my man will pay for it? No. And a lot of these men, y'all, y'all just spoiled these niggas to the point where you pay, you spend all the cost to make you look a certain way. They just get the fuck you and leave, or send you a fake bag, a replica bag, and y'all bitches don't even do your research on what the real bags look like because ain't no telling how many of these Chanel bags are fake or from Bag Borrow Steel. So yeah, we're not gonna play that game. I'm not gonna play that game with myself. I'm not gonna play that game with myself, and I don't want you guys playing that game with yourself because the way the way that you envision yourself to be is enough, not the way that you are. Because I'm not dumb enough to tell someone that the way that they are is is is, the, is what they should stick with. I hate when people tell women that. No, if you guys big old saggy titties and you want them bitches up on your neck, put them up on your fucking neck because that you've always dreamed about having big big uh, boobs. Don't do it because you see some Instagram model doing it. If you always wanted a fat tail that's going to swing around and kick stuff when you walk in, get that bitch. Because you've always wanted that for yourself. But don't do it because you see somebody else doing it. That's all I'm trying to say. And I really want to end this saying I love you guys. And I hope that you come back and listen to me again. I know that some of y'all are going to listen to this and be angry, turn it off. But then you won't come back because I've done the same thing when I've been complicit in something and let it go for so long to now that I'm recognizing that it hurt me without me noticing. Because you feel like you've been duped by something that you trusted. But that's a part of life when you went. That's a part that's going to be a part of your life if you're not able to self-actualize and see things as they are. So I'm here to help you all see things as I've seen them and to see things as they truly are. And I'm here to tell you that I love you. Bye.